What's poppin' people? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Authentically Iconic Podcast with your host. And today, um, I'ma make I'ma make this episode pretty um brief, actually. Uh, this is episode 47. Welcome back, welcome back. If this is your first time tapping in, welcome. Um, yeah, today I really just want to talk about something really funny that I really just <laughs> want to speak on um, and about on my podcast because I don't think I've ever like really spoken about this shit. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about um, samples and just like what I love about samples and like what I love about samples in hip hop and things like that. But also before we get into that, um, make sure you're following our page on IG um, and just keeping up. Thank you if you're tapping in, back in with us uh, today, along with speaking about samples and just hip hop and things like that. I also want to talk about this fucking debate that was on Twitter like a couple of days ago. Um, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was like last week um, sometime, but it was regarding um, Jay-Z, a.k.a. Hove, a.k.a. a fucking icon, um, talking about being on a versus with Lil Wayne. Okay, and I want to get into that uh, because, and we're going to get into several topics. You know me, I'm always, you know, starting with one topic and ending up with a thousand topics. So yeah, um, like I said, I'm going to try to make this as brief as possible, but I definitely want to get to the point. So um, first and foremost, the history of like samples in hip hop real quick, briefly, this will probably be hella brief, but a lot of people d- tend to not know that like hip hop um, is pretty much based, like pretty much the entire genre is like based off of sampling and remixing and just kind of like redoing some type of, you know, fire song previously um, and just like making it into something new and even more dope. There's so many different amazing records that were sampled and the samples were, you know, usually based off of like old school R&B and things like that. But, you know, in the 80s and the 90s, that was based off of like what we consider now like oldies, you know, Marvin Gaye and, um, you know, Barry White, like all of these like, you know, legendary people from the fucking 70s, 60s and beyond. Um, so yeah, I would just, well, DeBarge, uh, if there's anybody that you should check out, that's probably like one of the biggest like groups that I can like just point out that have been sampled so many times, um, throughout music in general. And it's so amazing how, you know, new generations, um, remix and redo, you know, and I'm not talking about, you feel me, sweetie with tap in and fucking, um, What's it called? Uh, Tapping and what was the other one that she did? Uh, okay, why can't I think of it? Uh, but the point, oh, well, Icy Girl too, that was sample too. That was um, Kia, My Neck, My Back. But that's essentially the same thing. But, you know, we can we can get into Sweetie a little later on because um, that's a different story. Uh, but yeah, that's basically the same, just the same um, concept or whatever, but I feel like back in the day, they used to do an even better job. And I'm talking like the nineties and the two thousands to be exact. Um, obviously sampling has been a huge thing, uh, beyond the nineties and two thousands, but before, I don't know, I feel like they were just, they just put so much more like, uh, like emphasis and just 
thought and creativity into it all. Like I know Mary J. Blige, there's a song that um, she sampled and I can't think of the name right now, but uh, she sampled Everybody Loves the, Su- the Sunshine, which is the original record. And it's just so amazing. And she also sampled All Night Long by Mary Jane Girls, or I think that's the name of the um, group. But again, it's just like greatness, like the way that they they redo these records and just like re re embed them into like a new song and a new beat and a new whatever, you know, they're trying to sing over. So I don't know, definitely do your research. I wanted to talk about that just briefly, just because that is like, in fact, one of my favorite, favorite things about hip hop in general, like literally pretty much since I even like learned about hip hop, (laughs) that was like pretty much one of the biggest things that attracted me to it because it was so cool to know that these records are sampled from previous ones. And I've watched enough you know, hip hop um, documentaries to know that and like the history behind that. But I just wanted to shed light on that. Um, and now we move forward into um, what I was talking about regarding uh, Mr. Jay-Z versus Lil Wayne. And I just want to say, and you know, these are the times that I am very grateful that I have my own podcast because listen, I can sit here and voice my motherfucking opinion. And it's like, I have nobody talking back at me. And it's great. Because that, you know, I just want people to listen. I want people to listen and to understand and to comprehend, you know, fit in their brain that Jay-Z is, and shit, Sean Carter at this point, um, the billionaire, like he is in a very different bracket Um, And I'm not just talking about a tax bracket because we know that he's in a different tax bracket. That's not the point. The point is that he's in a different bar category. And I want people to understand that, like, if you're not into old school hip hop, you really won't understand what I mean by bar categories, because nowadays everybody is in the same category. Like everybody raps, you know, mumble rap or it's like the most basic um, how can I say it? Predictable shit. You feel me? Like, exp- and and I'm talking male rappers, female rappers, like like all across the board because it's at this point in 2021, rap is very predictable. Um, you know, unless you're J Cole, Kendrick, um, honorable mention Drake, um, you know, honorable mention fucking uh J Critch. I personally like J Critch. I'm not hearing what anybody's talking about. Um, he's from New York, but, um, there's a couple of artists actually from New York that at least are like, I don't know, have some bars, but I feel like now it's just very, very basic. And even me, like, I love music from Cali. Like, obviously I'm from California. So it's like, well, not originally from California, but you guys know what I mean. I grew up in California and, um, you know, Cali music is very staple, obviously, like we have Bino, we have Blast, we, but I really don't want to claim Blueface, but Blueface is obviously part of it. So it's just like, there's, we have a unique sound and we've always had a unique sound, but I just feel like now they're not really saying much compared to like Hove's era, like, you know what I mean? Like Jay-Z, DMX, um, obviously Tupac, Biggie, like all these Nas, like all these great fucking legendary people you know what I mean and not saying that people nowadays aren't legendary but they just like I'm sorry like I I really would not be pressed if something happened to little Yachty or some shit like I'm not like none of these little rappers um and little emphasis because it's like you know little Uzi little whatever it's like so many rappers 
doing the same goofy shit. And personally, again, back to the whole Jay-Z and Lil Wayne uh, versus situation, they're not in the same bar category, in my opinion. And they're also not like just they're not comparable and, and and they influence in very different ways. And that's the main key argument that I have and that I have to anyone that that wants to say that Lil Wayne can go bar for bar for with, with Jay-Z. Because at the end of the day, even Lil Wayne himself would tell you that he couldn't go bar for bar with Jay-Z. So this is my whole thing. Like at the end of the day, I compare the whole Lil Wayne versus Jay-Z versus um compared to like chris brown uh versus usher like these are two iconic influential undeniably influential you know figures you know what i mean but it's like at the end of the every fucking day um i wouldn't really be you know what i'm saying excited to see an usher versus chris brown like that's just not you know what i mean because it's like greatness in different ways and also different eras like Little Wayne was influencing very differently in a different era than Jay-Z was. You know what I mean? Like Jay-Z, first of all, his first album dropped in 1996. For those who don't know, now you know. His um first album dropped in 1996, which was Reasonable Doubt, which was iconic and was the reason that like he was able to even move forward with his career. And then you also have to take into consideration that Tupac died and then Biggie died right after. So it's like... 1996, he dropped his first album. 1996, Tupac dies. 1997, um, Biggie died. And 1999, Jay-Z had his first Grammy. So it's like Jay-Z has 21 Grammys and he has like 86 Grammy nominations. Like it's just like, and obviously we're not here to compare accolades. I'm just saying the greatness is totally different. And he really could, like there's no one that can really go on that stage with him. And you know, if you if you are a Jay-Z fan, you would 100% agree with what Jay-Z is saying because that's just facts. At the end of the day, it's not him being arrogant. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? And so, and again, it's like Lil Wayne, um, you know, he has hits, arguably, um, but it's just like ultimately as a person that grew up in the, two, the 2010s, um, and obviously witnessed Lil Wayne when he was lit and like all of that, um, you know, he was always, he's, and he's always going to be known, always going to be known for his dope, like freestyles, his cool metaphors. Um, but that's about it. Cause other than that, he's remind, he's remembered as, you know, one of the, the rappers that brought Promethazine to like mainstream, mainstream and really blew that shit the fuck up. Cause there's not a rapper out now that doesn't do promethazine like that shit is not heard of you know what i mean like and we can't say that little wayne didn't influence that heavily because he definitely did so me personally i just see little wayne as somebody that has cool freestyles has a dope life story um i definitely have respect for little wayne and i think that you know if you don't have respect for him then you should do your research um but i just think we should definitely stop handing out this goat um, or telling every rapper that they're goaded because to be honest, like at the end of the day, it all comes down to preference. Cause I can sit here and be like, oh, well, it's just off preference because, you know, off of my love for old school hip hop and things like that. But genuinely at the same time, like I said, um, you know, Jay-Z and Lil Wayne are in two different bar categories. Jay-Z is a storyteller. Um, his music definitely does not inspire you to kill nobody or do drugs. It definitely inspires you to think bigger of yourself and to, 
give back to your community, to chase your dreams, hustle, work hard. Like that is the message that Jay-Z is known for. And that's what he's going to die and be known for. You know what I mean? Versus Lil Wayne, he's going to be known for his mixtapes, um, promethazine, doing drugs, um, and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like that that's what he's going to be globally perceived and remember as. Granted, he gave us Nicki Minaj and he gave us Drake, um, which Nicki Minaj, you know, she's cool as fuck. I think she, you know, did a lot for, for hip hop. Obviously, I just didn't appreciate when she went ma- mainstream, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and obviously, Drake is a fucking, I don't know, like he's a god. He's a rap god. So I don't know. Like, I love Drake. So, um, yeah, I, I could, I would be, be dumb to say that, like, you know, I'm mad that Lil Wayne happened because if Lil Wayne didn't happen, then Drake wouldn't happen. So, or Nikki. So, yeah. But at the end of the day, that's all I have to say regarding the versus battle and all that. And lastly, um, I just wanted to briefly remind people to tap into, um, you know, some music that is going to elevate you because ultimately music is very, very powerful. Um, the power of music is beyond me. And I really think that it's like a universal language that pretty much all humans can really, you know, connect through. Um, so I don't know if you've been feeling down throughout this time, uh, throughout this pandemic shit, um, that we're still in the panoramic, all of that, um, definitely tap into some music that uplifts you and, you know, that makes you feel some type of way, um, and elevate you in a positive way because, um, what you're listening to is also what you're vibrating, um, on and like, you know, that level, that energy, you definitely want to be, you know, feeling, feeling positive. You don't want to be feeling negative or just, you know, some negative shit. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to end it right here. Uh, thank you so much. If you listen to my podcast and, um, I have a lot more content coming soon. 2022 is around the corner. Um, which is wild to think about, but yeah, I'm excited to just keep doing this and keep talking my shit. So thank you so much. Um, if you support me, please go ahead and give me a follow on all socials, you know, the vibes, um, and I will see y'all on my next YouTube video, uh, podcast or whatever else I decide to post.